You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 298, Keys to Staying Healthy in the New Year. So over the last several episodes, we've talked about setting goals, we've talked about writing down our goals and creating action steps to to see our goals fulfilled. Last week, we talked about some some tips to um, really get into our Bibles more. You know, that's something every Christian every year says, you know, this next year I need to spend more time reading my Bible and really make it a habit and be consistent. And so we talked about that. And uh, today we want to talk about staying healthy. And just, I'm going to give you just five thoughts, five keys, five tips to help us stay healthy. Because, you know, it's this time of year, no matter what kind of 2020 you've had, and if you're like me, you probably threw on an extra few tent, you know, a few pounds during the pandemic. Um, but uh, but even even during this time, even during the time of the pandemic, I was still trying to, to stay active and exercise. It wasn't like being in the gym. I love going to the gym. But uh, but I was still trying to be active. I was going to the park. I was, um, you know, doing push-ups and sit-ups and working with some small dumbbells at home and trying to do a little extra cardio. But what, you know, what is your goal? What are your goals moving into the new year? Maybe you want to drop a pant size. Maybe you want to lose some weight. Uh, maybe you just, you know, want to take up a sport. You know, some people... Um, you know, decide, hey, I want to, you know, try and run a triathlon in a year. Or, hey, I want to take up a sport like running or swimming or cycling. Or, you know, I really would like to get into a gym that's a that's a community where we can, you know, cheer each other on in our health journey. So, you know, every time, every, you know, this time of year, every year, people think about it, you know, and it, it, it usually doesn't last long. That's why, you know, th- those of us that that do go and work out kind of joke because you've got the folks kind of, you know, from the end of December, January, February, you know, the gyms are packed and then it kind of trickles off and it's back like it was before. So what does it take for a person to actually accomplish their fitness goals? Well, first of all, you've got to have the goals. So like we said, whether it's dropping some pant sizes or losing some pounds or Whatever, whatever your health goal is, I encourage you to create a health goal. And then let's, uh, let's look at some things that we can do to, to see those goals fulfilled. First of all, recruit a friend. Get a friend involved with you. Work out with a friend. If you can find someone who's got similar fitness goals, you can work on them together. You know, you can friend can walk with you, they can bike with you, swim with you, they can go to the gym with you and lift weights with you. Um, you know, and accountability is also, partner, is very important when it comes to diet as well. You know, if both people keep a written record of what they eat and then share with each other, you know, at the end of the week, they're, um, 
you know, for evaluation, man, what a great way to stay accountable. Much more likely that we're going to adhere to a to an eating plan or a diet if if we're both committed to it. But you know, the thing about having a friend involved is it's easy. It doesn't cost anything. You know, so whether it's your neighbor that you uh, you know, you meet in the evening after dinner and take that long walk or whether it's your husband or your wife or you know, a kid um, or your dog, <laughs> but you know, having somebody to 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 exercise with you. You know, um, one of the things that that, that I, I noticed when I was working at the police department, usually at lunch, you would see several of the uh, employees, mostly women, but but they would you know get together at lunch and they would go walk the parking lot for an hour. You know, they they they'd eat their lunch real quick and then go walk the parking lot for an hour. Man, what a great idea! Had another friend who joined a gym. He worked a long way from home. He worked almost an hour from home, but he joined a gym across the street from his job. And so for several years, uh, during lunch, he would, you know, eat his lunch. He'd always pack his lunch with him. He'd eat that, you know, at some point during the morning. And then at lunchtime, he'd go to the gym and work out, you know, get about a 30, 45-minute workout in, take a quick shower, and then be, be back at work. And, uh, you know, what what a great idea. But... But recruiting a friend, getting somebody involved that can help you. All right, joining a gym. Number two, joining a gym. Joining a fitness club. Getting involved in a place that is built around fitness. I just mentioned my friend who joined a gym across from where he works. Um, You know, many people never reach their fitness and health goals because they try to work out at home. And, you know, I mentioned during the pandemic, I did. I worked out at home. But it's not great. It's not the same. I don't have the equipment. Um, I don't have near the weights. Um, it's just, and, and there's just distractions. There's distractions at home. And and uh, there's very, very few people that I know that are able to work out in their own living room or basement. Uh, I've got one friend who, um, he's got a treadmill, and he, he, he runs on it every day watching movies. And he's he's probably one of the most committed and disciplined people I know. Most people aren't like that. Most people, it always helps to go somewhere. Um, because, I mean, let's face it, you get distracted by your phone, your computer, the dirty dishes, your kids, the dog. A good health club, a fitness center, is such a great environment to see your fitness goals reached. Um, even if you're not into lifting weights, using the the the, the really Pretty much every gym I know of has so much different cardio equipment. There's an area to do core. There's, um, you know, there's classes. There's just so many things that you can do. And um, and if you're in the right kind of gym, it can also be very, very encouraging. Um, And, you know, I know with COVID, you know, a lot of gyms have shut down their classes. My gym has uh, started the classes back up. They're just limiting the number of people. But you know, whether it's Zumba or yoga or spin or Pilates or, you know, some other type of class, um, this is so important. Uh, my daughters go to uh, a place called Orange Theory. Check it out online. It's a, and, and, the, and, and the reason they love it is it's, it's a community-oriented gym. Pretty much what they do is the, everything is built around their classes. And so you get to know people, and you've got your, your, your partners, everybody that you're working out with in that class, and your, your, your coaches and your, your trainers, everybody's cheering you on. And they make such a big deal out of it. And it's, uh, it's really, really an amazing uh, concept. So um, definitely look at joining a fitness center.
Number three, hire a personal trainer. Hire a personal trainer. Listen, if you want to start working out with weights, but you've never worked out with weights before, hire a personal trainer. It will be some of the smartest money you ever spent. Listen, I can't tell you how many times throughout the year I see somebody come into the gym. They've obviously never worked out before because they don't have any idea what they're doing. And rather than asking they just kind of try and go through the motions of doing something they saw on TV. I, I, it just beats anything I've ever seen, and it's such a waste of money. Okay, you've got the you know the the the, the fitness center, the the gym membership, but you know you don't have any idea what you're doing. Spend a little money, get a personal trainer, even if you only hire them for a few sessions, to to show you how to use the equipment, to give you an idea on how to work out. They are worth their weight in gold. Um, you know, if you're really committed to achieving your fitness goals, the trainer's going to listen to you. You tell them what you want to accomplish, and they're going to develop a customized fitness plan to help you reach those goals. Um, they teach you how to work out correctly, how to eat right, how to develop a healthy lifestyle. Um, you know, some gyms even offer the, 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 the deal where, you know, you can bring in a friend or two and, you know, get a special rate when you hire a trainer, and he'll train you together. And How much fun would that be? Um, and you know, some people say, well, it's just too expensive. Listen, it's not that expensive. Spend the money, even if it's just for a few sessions and do it. You know, the person that makes this excuse is probably the person that's not going to achieve their goals anyway. Just stay home, watch TV and eat Cheetos. But if something's important enough, it's worth the financial investment. All right, I want to pause here and share with you the resource highlight for this week. Have you read my book, Street Cop? You know, this book, uh, this is my third book that I wrote, and I still get so much great feedback for Street Cop and Street Cop 2 Reloaded. These are true stories from my police career. Some Some are funny, some will disturb you. Um, but these are all true stories from when I was a police officer, and I was a police officer for almost 30 years. And these stories, uh, the reason I wrote Street Cop was as I moved towards retirement, um, I actually retired in 2011. When I moved towards retirement, I realized that my family, uh, my daughters, my wife, really had no idea most of the stuff that I had done at work because I, I compartmentalized it. Um, and so I really didn't, hadn't talked a lot about my career and things that I've been involved in. So I started writing the stories down, contacting my publisher and, uh, they were, they published it and the book's done very well, but I still get so many co- uh, comments on it. In fact, I'll put a link, there's a link in the show notes, check it out, Street Cop, and, uh, and just, you know, read the first chapter to you. You can read it for free on Amazon. Um, and, and, you know, you read the comments, the, the reviews, people love it. So, um, by all means, check out Street Cop. I know you'll love it, and it will give you a greater appreciation for the men and women in blue who protect us every single day. All right, we still got two more tips on staying healthy in the new year. Um, just a quick recap. Um, get a friend involved. Exercise, work out with a friend. Number two, join a gym. Number three, hire a personal trainer. Number four, join a support group. For some people, this is a big deal. Let me mention Weight Watchers. 
I've got friends, men and women, who have struggled with being heavy, who have struggled with uh, obesity, who have struggled um, with their weight their entire lives. And when they joined Weight Watchers, it was like this amazing transformation. Now, it doesn't happen overnight, but over a few months, it became obvious there was something happening here. The accountability, the plan, the community that they create, and the fact that my friends are paying for it a little bit. You know, they're paying something to be a part of this really transformed them. You know, there are some uh, churches that offer support groups that help people lose weight and become more physically fit. Um, You know, these support groups provide education, encouragement, accountability. Listen, education... That's important. How do you how do you get healthy? How do you stay healthy? How do you eat healthy? Encouragement. It's great to have somebody cheering you on. And accountability. Somebody who's going to be asking, how'd you eat this week? These three, th- three things are so important. And you know, it, it, even in our church, if, if you don't really want to pay for something like Weight Watchers, you know, we have connect groups, small groups that meet weekly. And some of these groups are built around fitness. Some are running groups. We've had biking groups. um, You know, whatever it is, maybe a walking group. But it's an opportunity to get together with a few friends, um, you know, walk and talk, share your struggles, what's going on, pray for each other. But you're also getting healthy while you're doing it. So join a support group. Like a gym, like a fitness center, these support groups can serve as a community for their members. And then number five. Last one, and this is the one I struggle with the most, if I'm honest. I, you know, I got no problem going to the gym. I know how to work out. Um, you know, I love, I love, I mean, I'm in the gym six days a week. I love, love working out, lifting weights, doing some cardio, doing some martial arts. But this is the one I struggle with, and this is, this is a question. What can you change in your diet? If you want to be healthy in the new year, What can you change in your diet? Small changes can make a huge, huge difference. Uh, Maybe for you, it might be eliminating or reducing the amount of fast food that you eat. You know, look, there are some people that eat at fast food restaurants every single day of the week because it's quick, it's relatively cheap. And, you know, it it tastes good. Let's face it, it tastes good. But man, it's so unhealthy. It's so unhealthy. So maybe if you said, okay, instead of eating out at fast food places three days a week, I'm just going to eat, or five days a week, I'm just going to go twice or maybe three times. Start cutting back and see what happens. I know when I gave up fast food, I dropped so much weight uh, years ago. Uh, What else? Cutting out soft drinks. You know, this is this is one of those kind of things people don't think about. But if you said, you know what, I'm going to cut out soft drinks. I'm not going to drink any Coke. And I'm talking about everything, Diet Coke as well, because, you know, that's not good for you either. But if you just said, I'm going to eliminate soda, I'm going to eliminate soft drinks, how might that help you achieve your fitness goal? Well, the only way to know is try. Why don't you give it a, give it a trial run? If you're one of those people that's just addicted to Mountain Dew or Coca-Cola, you know, Break, start breaking it off real slowly. Start breaking it off. Sit, cut, cut down, and then maybe after three months, six months, and 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 you know you've you've, you've kind of detoxed. See what you see if you've lost any weight. See if you feel any difference. Something to check into. Um, drink more water. 
Drink more water. Listen, you know, instead of getting that Diet Coke or, you know, that whatever, get a bottle of water. Keep a bottle of water at your desk. Sip on it all day. Um, you know what I mean? I've kind of come to the point in life. I mean, I grew up in the South, and I grew up drinking sweet tea with lemon. And when I got married, that was just kind of expected. We we always had a gallon of sweet tea in the in the refrigerator, and it had so much sugar in it, and it's so good. But, you know, I've gotten to a point now where coffee, water, that's that's kind of... That's kind of it. I'm sitting here sipping on a protein drink, and, and I will have an adult beverage every now and then, but um, but just kind of in my day, day-to-day life, you know, water and coffee is, is kind of, you know, where I'm at. So definitely something to think about. Drink more water. And then another one, this is what's hard for me, is, uh, you know, these next two things. First of all, not going back for seconds. Um, you know, I, I man, you know, I love food, and, 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 you know, if you've had a plate full, maybe... Uh, maybe just a little bit more of those mashed potatoes or, you know, some more of that fried rice or whatever whatever it is, whatever your weakness is. Uh, but, you know, trying to, you know, limit how much you eat. And then, you know, avoiding sweets. And look, you know, I'm recording this in December. Man, Christmas and candy and cakes and cookies and all these wonderful things. It's terrible, but I love it. But how can we cut back on those things? And And, and, and only you can decide, only you know you know, what you struggle with. But what can you change in your diet? Because little changes make a huge difference. So whether you implement one or all of these tips, let this year, next year, you know, 2021, be the one that you reach some of your health and fitness goals. You know, we only get one shot. We all got an expiration date. And, uh, you know, our bodies are not going to last forever. And developing healthy habits and a healthy lifestyle is going to benefit you for years to come. Well, friends, you know, if I miss something, I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com and uh, leave me a comment or question. You know, if you've got a tip for uh, being more healthy in the new year, I'd love to I'd love to hear it, man. Love to keep the discussion going. And while you're at davidspell.com, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter so that we can stay in touch. Well, friends, until next time, this is David Spell thanking you for listening to Leading and Learning.